This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu, wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah, wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يقول الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان my brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah is deserving and worthy of our praise and thanks and I send blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran when he tells us among the reasons why he created us and why we are in this world and why we exist Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that this is a trial and a test. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that created life and death to see and to test you what you will do and which one of you will have the best of actions. And the Muslim has to always be in that mindset. Every aspect of your life is a test. Sometimes your life is good. Sometimes you are healthy. Sometimes you have wealth. And other times you might be struggling and you might be sick. Both are a test. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَبَلَوْنَاهُمْ بِالْحَسَنَاتِ وَالسَّيِّئَاتِ So it is extremely important that you always keep in mind that you are being tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and every scenario that you're in and in every situation that you're in, Allah is looking at how you will react and what you will do. And the most important thing for the Muslim is always to be connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when blessings happen, when you are blessed and good things happen, you thank Allah first and foremost. You recognize it is Allah that has given this to you in the first place. So your immediate reaction is always going back to the one who created you, to Allah. And similarly, when we are sick, 
or when we are in trouble, or when we have personal problems, that our first reaction should be that we go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why we are here. It is to have that relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So remember, whatever you are going through right now, good or bad, if you just got married or if you're going through a divorce, if you just recovered from an illness or if you're just getting ill right now, any situation that you are in, if you are low on money or, or alhamdulillah you have a high income, it's all a test. And the one who is struggling must have patience the same way the one who has it good must be grateful. And this is your responsibility and this is how you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our messengers were tested. And more often than not, these tests were the difficult ones. You would have prophets that would be tested with poverty, with illness. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters, these tribulations and these trials are not only on an individual level. Sometimes they are on a societal level. Sometimes a whole country might be struggling with a famine. Or an illness might break out. And I'm sure most of you are aware of what's happening in the globe right now. How there's this virus, this microscopic virus that is spreading over the globe. And this is a reminder of how weak we are. And it is a reminder on how much we need Allah. And this is why among Allah's beautiful names is As-Samad. And what does As-Samad mean? It is the one who we turn back to with all our needs. It is the one that is completely independent and everything else is dependent on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are dependent upon Allah for everything. And this is why sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us in different tests, whether they are individual or on a larger scale. Among these tests are illnesses. And when we get ill or when we get sick, Sometimes people have serious illnesses. You can be diagnosed with cancer. Or you could have a small illness and you could be having a flu. Each is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for the believer, it's not only a test, it's also a mercy. Now one could argue, how is getting sick mercy? And this is why, ahibbati fillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger has told us that every single time you struggle, Every single time that you go through a problematic phase in your life, and that, that doesn't have to be only physical or physiological. It could be mental. It could be something in, regarding your relationships. Every time you're stressed and in distress, it is a rahmah from Allah. How so? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is cleansing you from your sins. And yes, we are all guilty of sins. Because we are all human beings that make mistakes. And the Prophet said, All of mankind fall into mistakes and sin often, and the best of those are those that repent to Allah often. So, what does the Muslim do when he is tested with an illness? Look no more further than our Prophet Muhammad during the last period of his life, he struggled. He was extremely ill, especially the illness that led to his death, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
And from him we learn the sunnah of patience. Did the Prophet ﷺ, just because he was ill, did he leave off his responsibilities? No. He was still trying to lead the prayer. He was still trying to fulfill his responsibilities. He was still connected to Allah. He was, he had, he was exercising patience. And this is what the believer should do. And also, ahibbati fillah, go back to Allah. All the time, every time. It doesn't matter if it is a small headache, ask Allah to relieve you from it. Because it is a form of worship to ask Allah. It is a form of worship to make dua to Allah. And use every opportunity in your life, whether something good comes your way or something bad, for it to become a way for you to fulfill your purpose, which is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Get into the habit of returning back to Allah. And also thanking Allah for giving you a means to cleanse you from sin. Yes, you might be ill. Yes, you might be struggling. But ahibbati fillah, we always have to remember that this life is temporary. This life is temporary and we are traveling to the hereafter. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that you cannot enter into Jannah just with your deeds, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes you go through trials so that he can lessen your burden, lessen your sins so you may enter Jannah, this is a good thing. Now that being said, it is extremely important that we ask Allah to heal us. Ask Allah to heal us. What did Ayyub do? When he was bedridden for 18 years, like some riwayat mentioned, and he was extremely sick, at some point he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah tells us how he asked him. And he begs Allah, Indeed, harm has touched me. Indeed, O oh Allah, I am struggling and harm and dur has touched me. He was in pain for so many years. And then he says, And you are the most merciful of all those who have mercy. Allah says, Allah said, relieved the difficulty and the pain that he was in and removed his illness. This is the sunnah of the prophets. So always turn back to Allah before you even seek other cures and medicine. And even when you seek cure and medicine, it's Allah that heals, not the cure, not the medicine, not the doctor and the medication. They are a means. A means that Allah provided for us and that we must seek out. Now among the type of, illness, the type of tests that we go through, as human beings in general, are tests that are a lot more widespread, that are a lot, a lot bigger in scale, such as plagues, infectious diseases that spread and spread, and many people become ill and many people die. And this is not something new. And this new virus or this virus that, that is spreading all over the globe right now isn't the first one. And as Muslims, what is our reaction towards this? How should we see this? What should we do regarding it? Now, to begin with, we must understand it is Allah that brings about these illnesses and it's only Allah that can take them away. And whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides to harm, only Allah can relieve that. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides to bring good, only Allah can take it away. Ultimate power belongs to Allah jalla jalaluhu. So why do these things happen? And... Our Prophet said in a hadith that these types of illnesses and disease, these types of infectious disease that spread rapidly, 
or atta'un or plagues, they used to be a form of punishment. When people go astray, when evil become widespread, it used to be a form of punishment. But the Prophet amazingly said that it is a rahmah for the believer. It is a rahmah for the believer. Now one might think, how is this rahmah? Now it is extremely important that we understand from the get-go, all of it is a test. And yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does punish sometimes. But Allah is more merciful than he is um, one that brings about punishment. So how is this rahmah for the believer? The Prophet sallallahu said that if one is a believer and then these diseases, these rapidly spreading diseases, he's affected by them and dies as a result of that, then he is a shaheed. He is a shaheed meaning what? He will go to Jannah. So, subhanallah. And from this we also understand the hibbati fillah. If we look at our history, during the time of Umar al-Khattab, there was an outbreak. There was an outbreak that happened in Palestine. And the Sahaba were traveling towards it. And subhanallah, many Sahaba died because of this, this plague. Among them Abu Ubaid ibn Jarrah, and Mu'adh ibn Jabal, and Bilal ibn Rabah. Amazing companions that we all know. Now, Umar al-Khattab and many companions were traveling towards this place. And they found out that this disease is spreading rapidly. And then Umar stopped. Radiyallahu anhu. And he started consulting the companions. And at first he called the muhajirun. And he called them and said, what should we do? Should we keep traveling or should we just go back? And then they differed among themselves. Some said, we should have reliance on Allah. We were going on our way. We already traveled this much. Only Allah harms and only Allah benefits. We're going to go. Others said, no. Why should we go and put ourselves in harm's way? We are going to go back. Then Umar consulted the Ansar. And the Ansar differed among themselves as well. Then Umar al-Khattab said, call me the earlier companions. The ones that migrated with the Prophet, the ones, the Sabiqoon. They are the elder companions, the wisest among them. And he consulted with them and they all agreed that they should not go. They all agreed that they should not go. And then, they didn't go. Umar al-Khattab doesn't know at that time that the Prophet ﷺ explicitly said in a hadith, so the Sahaba, they did not know all of the hadith because the Prophet would tell a group of them and some of them would not be present. And then later on they would find out. This is why one individual companion doesn't have all the knowledge. Umar al-Khattab being amongst the most knowledgeable of the companions, he didn't know everything. So he consulted the companions and they agreed that they would go back and not put themselves in harm's way, go to a city where this plague is happening. Then Umar finds out that the Prophet ﷺ actually said this. The Prophet said in a hadith that is in Bukhari. If a plague happens or an outbreak, a disease that is infecting everybody in a town or a city or a place, then let those who are in that city not flee from it. And let those that are outside from it not enter it. Subhanallah. It makes sense if you're not in the city. Why would you go? Why would one of us now want to go and travel to China 
knowing that this outbreak is mostly there, right? We wouldn't go. Now the question comes, what's wrong with the person that is in the city from leaving? What's wrong with that? And in fact, our scholars and jurists like Ibn Hajj al-Asqalali mentions that if this happens to you individually and you are in a city where an outbreak happens, and we're not talking about regular illnesses, by the way. We're talking about a disease that's infectious that can be carried on to others that might cause a bigger problem then you are required Islamically to stay in that place and have patience. Now the question, what if you're not infected? Why would you stay and have that risk? Now we know that sometimes you could be carrying a disease and not know that you have it and the symptoms will show a lot later. Or you might be immune but you could be a carrier and carry it to others. So subhanAllah, 1,400 years ago, our messenger prescribed isolation and quarantine for these type of diseases, showing you the completeness of our religion. SubhanAllah. So remember the earlier hadith where the Prophet said, if you strike, if, if this calamity befalls you and you are among those that are suffering from the plague or from this illness and you die as a result, then you are a shaheed. And those that are not in that city are protected because no one is leaving. Now some of the scholars, they say that if the authorities decide to quarantine a place, Islamically, this is allowed as long as it is for the safety of the people outside. And mitigating risk and preserving life is part and parcel of our religion. This Ahibbati Fillah shows you a few things. It shows you how much depth there is in our religion and understanding. And also it shows you that Subhanal Bar-Rahmah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that even if you're suffering, if you are in, this, in such a situation that if you die as a result that you are a shaheed. Tayyib. And also remember, more importantly, that it is a test from Allah. Therefore, what is required from you in that kind of situation? To have patience and to make dua and to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of us that are watching, that some of the parts of the world, they are struggling, it should be a reminder how much we need Allah. And it should be a reminder for us to repent to Allah and ask us to keep us away from harm. Oh Allah, we ask you to keep us away from all types of harm. And we ask you to relieve all these illnesses and, and relieve this calamity that has befallen us. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. Tayyib. Ahibbati fillah speaking on the completeness of our religion and how it advised sound advice like Allah says in the Quran fiha kutubun when Allah says when Allah spoke about the Quran Allah said rasulun min Allah Allah sent a messenger from him from Allah yatlu reciting suhufan mutahhara purified pages meaning what the Quran and then Allah said fiha in it are kutubun commandments that are beneficial, upright, and correct. If you follow the Quran and the Sunnah, they will always guide you to that which is correct, and they will always keep you safe. Now, from this illness and from this disease that is spreading, what are some of the advice that you are hearing from the authorities? What are we hearing? We are hearing that you have to focus on cleanliness. You have to wash your hands. The Sunnah of ablution and wudu. Make wudu as often as possible. And did you know that there is something known as tajdeedul wudu? Even if you have wudu, you can do it again. And you get rewarded for it. 
you get rewarded for it. And it is sunnah. So keep making wudu. Instead of just washing your hands, make wudu. And this will help you gain reward and it will prevent from you from perhaps catching this disease. And this is the advice that you are getting from the uh, medical professionals as well. Another one is that you should cover your mouth when you're sneezing or use a tissue. Did you know in Abu Dawood, it is narrated that the Prophet wasallam, when he would sneeze, he would say Alhamdulillah and he would also cover his mouth when he is sneezing or use a cloth. So it is sunnah to do so. And perhaps applying this sunnah will take a huge part in lowering the risk. Another one, ahibbati fillah, is generally being conscious of your health. Right? And, and this is generally in Islam, because preserving life is so important, health is extremely important. Most things that are haram for us to consume are bad for our health. We are not allowed to smoke because it is bad for our health. We are not allowed to drink alcohol because it is bad for our health. So, remember, you apply the sunnah. And inshallah ta'ala, Allah will save you. And if you are afflicted with an illness, remember it is a mercy from Allah and Allah is cleansing you from sin. Remember these guidelines that you can find from the sunnah and from the sharia. And you can see from all these ahadith, inshallah ta'ala, that we shared, how complete our religion is. And always remember, this is a test from Allah. To Allah we belong and to Him we shall return. And we need to be patient with all form of calamities, whether they are individual or on a societal level. And we should always thank Allah for all the blessings He has given us. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين على أمور الدنيا والدين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين. Another point, inshallah ta'ala, that I want to highlight is with regards to our beautiful religion, that it is a religion of mercy and kindness. And subhanallah, it is among the rights of the Muslim or the responsibilities upon the Muslim to know what's happening around him and to make sure that they are taking care of one another. This is why it is among the huquq that we should visit one another when we are sick. And I wanna, I wanna inshallah ta'ala, say a few words regarding this. The Prophet sallallahu wasallam said that among the haq of the believer is to visit him when he is sick. And the Prophet would apply this and he would visit the companions and, and the people surrounding him when they are sick, even the ones who are not Muslim. And we know the hadith where the Prophet ﷺ visited a sick young Jewish boy that was his neighbor. And when he fell ill, the Prophet ﷺ went to him. And the Prophet made dua for him and called him to Islam. And the young boy said, La ilaha illallah. But he died as a result of his illness. We need to show more kindness to one another. We need to be more conscious of how we are doing. Especially... Nowadays, if you are visiting someone, most likely it's your family member, but the iyadah of the marid and the visiting of the sick is not specific to family members. If you're in a hospital and you have a family member in there, use the opportunity to go to others, see how they're doing, and ask Allah to heal them. 
whether they are Muslim or not. Maybe it is an opportunity to, to do da'wah. The more kindness we do and show, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have mercy on us. Remember this. Our Prophet is a Prophet of mercy. And we need to show mercy to everyone so that Allah can show us mercy. It is extremely important that we are conscious of these facts. Make it a habit. Allah will reward you for it. If someone is ill, you go to them. And there is a sunnah when you go to them. The Prophet ﷺ, when he would visit someone that was ill, he would come with a positive outlook. Inshallah, you will get better. Don't worry. It will be fine. You look a lot better today. And the Prophet was asked, why do you say these words? And he said, al-fa'l." I like to show positivity and optimism. And one time the Prophet ﷺ came to a companion that was very ill and he said, La ba'sa tahoorun insha'Allah. No problem. It's, it's a, Allah will cleanse you from sin insha'Allah. It is tahoor. It will clean you from all your mistakes. It's good insha'Allah. And then this individual companion, he said, No, in fact, it will take me to the qubur. So he had what? An extremely negative outlook. And the Prophet said, don't have this outlook. And he ended up dying from the illness as a result. So remember, share and show positivity. Even, even on your social media. When you're talking, when you're sharing things. Have a positive outlook. Make dua to people. Don't be all doom and gloom. This is very important as Muslims that we remember this. That we show kindness to others. And we help others to the best of our ability. And we remind each other to be careful. We remind each other to be conscious of our health. We give each other sound advice. Like the Prophet said, The best of people are those who are the most beneficial to others. So remember this, inshallah ta'ala. Now specifically, if someone has the virus and it is advised not to visit, then you don't visit, of course. And isolation is one of the ways to halt these illnesses and these diseases. That being said, there are always other ways to stay in contact with the person. You can make dua from afar uh, to heal them, and you can show kindness in any uh, different ways, including calling and any other form of contacting. But as a general principle, remember to never neglect this ibadah of visiting the sick. إن شاء الله تعالى أبانا نكلود اللهم صل على محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم اشف مرضانا وعاف مبتلانا ورحم موتانا وموت المسلمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكيها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور وعمل متقبل مبرور اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وارحمنا يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.